This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. All right, we're back. We're not fighting anymore. Quickly on cocaine. There's an interesting story on TMZ. (laughs) Because now Rob may have been alluding to, you know, Rodney Dangerfield seeing him twitch and all that. You might not have thought that uh, marijuana was his drug of choice. Could have been something else. Yes. So, this crazy story. Does this stuff really happen? Apparently, yes. Cocaine-filled coffee beans... Intercepted by police in Italy because of a John Wick reference. This is crazy. Italian police, according to TMZ, thwarted drug smugglers who sliced hundreds of coffee beans open, stuffed them with <gasps> cocaine. How do you stuff them? They're Care- beans. I know. Carefully encased them back together with dark brown tape. And they say that the perps might have gotten away with the two had it not been for that Don John, uh, darn John Wick. According to police... Italian officials became suspicious of the package containing the coffee beans when someone noticed the name on it was Santino D'Antonio, a mafia boss villain in John Wick Chapter 2, as well as in the third film in the franchise. That made them suspicious. There might be some drug situations going on here. They split open the coffee beans. There's cocaine inside. I don't understand that because it's not like they're peanut shells. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're dense. That's fascinating. So, huh? There you go. Did you guys ever see Maria Full of Grace? I think that's the name of it. No. About these drug, um, these girls that are paid money to like swallow. They're mules. Oh no! And they're they're paid to swallow bags of heroin. Oh no! And then they get to the states, and they. They're giving laxatives. They're given mm. laxatives by these drug lords. Oh, and Lord. then they retrieve their drugs and they get a lot of money for it. Oh, that is so sad. Why are we talking about drugs? And it's called Hail Mary Full of Grace? I, I think it's called Maria oh. Full of Grace. Oh, oh it just, just brought me back to Catholic school. <laughs> back in the Sister day. Sister Mary Elephant. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shut up. What would have happened had she Gosh. caught you? As a mule, figured out that you were a mule, you would have got more than a ruler slap. Yeah, no kidding. Anyway, um, that's not why you called, to quote Steve. Um, the legend of Walter Mercado. Anybody know who this guy is? No. Rob, does this ring a bell? No. Okay, so apparently I, I had heard Alexis talking about this. So this Walter Mercado was a hugely popular Puerto Rican TV astrologer. And the 70s all the way to like 2000, I think. He was like a TV and radio multinational um, star with around 120 million people in his audience. And so it, it was just so strange. So I heard her talking about this guy and I'm like, okay, I don't know anything about this person. So I thought it would be kind of fun to dig into somebody that i have no no reference to and the it's a documentary that is on netflix right now called mucho mucho amor 
And it is really interesting. It is so strange how this man got to be this famous astrologer with that level of celebrity. And he's legendary. I mean, there's a museum for him in Miami. We're talking Brazil. So all these. Um, you oh, know, and the theatrics Spanish... around his presentation. Oh, my gosh. He's. Whew. He would be like one of those people that you'd probably see and you know he's going to get to your Zodiac sign and you're just like, oh, we have to watch. And just think back to those times of like Miss Cleo. Does that ring a bell? Call me now. Yes. Yes. So like kind of he was first an actor. Then he became this. He was very interested in astrology. He accidentally got into this astrology field. As far as a TV personality goes, very flamboyant, very androgynous figure, very beloved, very over the top. And um, it's just a very interesting documentary. He just passed away last year. But I mean, if you're can we play a little bit of this trailer right now? Just Steve, just listen to this. Some people in, who speak English do not understand how loved you are in the Spanish done. community. He's very much his own incredible creation. He's an androgyny. He looks like a woman. Sometimes he looks like a man. He was like one of the biggest characters, yeah. Not just with Spanish TV, anywhere. But all of a sudden, he disappeared. Yo tengo la teoría que tal vez no quiso envejecer ante las cámaras. ¿Puedo decirle edad? No. <laughs> Since the moment I was born, I know that I was not like everybody. Everything about me was different. He made you stop. He had the stop quality. He made me the most well-known psychic of this world. I can guarantee you Walter did not make millions of that. He didn't have someone really looking out for him. Entonces, ahí es que empiezan los problemas. You use a cape because you're a superhero. And I see Walter as... A superhero. Just to give you a little flavor of the documentary, it's very interesting. I don't know how I got sucked into this, but um, Lin-Manuel Miranda is in this. He goes and visits um, Walter Mercado because he's doing Hamilton in Puerto Rico and he grew up watching him. You have to see how starstruck Lin-Manuel Miranda oh, really? is. He was with his father, goes to visit him. He's just like looking at him in with such awe very very fascinating he almost seems like he would have been could have fit in as a character in 1980s wrestling <laughs> you know yeah yeah very uh theatrical you know the cape the hair all of it was just the smoke i mean <laughs> Wow, he looks like is, a sorcerer. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And he wore makeup, and he the jewelry was over the top, and you know it's really sad because he seems like a very sweet and and kind hearted person who wants to spread love and joy, and then this guy that he really trusted, who was um, basically managing his career, ended up ripping him off, and to the point where this guy couldn't even use his own name. His wow. birth given name uh, because he signed over the rights to it because he didn't understand what he was signing. So, anyway, it's called, um, um, what did I say it was called? It's mucho, called Mucho Amor, yes. The Legend of Walter Mercado. Because that's how he would end his um, hour long segments by much, saying much Mucho, love. Mucho you know, Amor. In a little, a little bit, it sounded like of a Richard Simmons vibe. Yeah. In that mm-hmm. there and then suddenly. 
gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he had some health problems. And I don't know. It was just a very interesting watch. I'm all over the documentaries lately. Donna, what's... I don't know, man. I just uh, finished the Betty Broderick thing, the Dirty John thing, which isn't a documentary, but sort of. At what point do you think you might transition back into uh, I don't know. scripted movies? Maybe never. Maybe we've lost you. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I watched something the other day I think I was telling you guys about. I'm probably not going to stick with it. That was a CBS special. I don't know. I just I like real life stories. Thank you. I think it's ever since you watched The Joker or Joke or Joker. You think so? Maybe that's what turned you. Hmm. Didn't you do a review for either for Jason and Alexis or for, was it for your show? Um, I think it was for th- this show. And I thought that was amazing. I just, well, I don't know. I don't know, guys. There's a pandemic. It's okay, Donna. After the break, we're going to get nerdy together. Okay. I've got three quick-hitting studies for you, including this. 79% of college students um, who would be willing to return to college in the fall would not be willing to do this. We'll explain when we return. It's the Don and Steve Show. Happy Friday right here on My Talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Appreciate you listening to My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment with Donna and Steve. Let's get nerdy. Studies have shown that studies medic- have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. Hey everyone. Hey Steve. So everybody, calm down, okay? I know we want to get crazy. It's Friday. I get it. Rob's been snorting pixie sticks over in the uh, <laughs> producer room. Just to stay awake. It's yeah. been a long shift. It's after 11. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing well, actually. It's okay, Friday. Good. It's yeah. sunny. Great. It's all good. You know, if you do eat a pixie stick, right below the tongue, Rob, is the way to go. Let it that, that <gasps> oh, pure sugar sour. get right mm. to your bloodstream as soon as possible. <laughs> it is such a rush. I should have tried that when I was a kid. Would have been great. Never too late, though. Okay, speaking of kids, kids want to go back to uh, school in the fall. College students, I think they're eager to return to campus life. That being said, 79% said, okay, if I did return to uh, college in the fall, I would not do this. What do you think those 79% of hopeful college students said they wouldn't do if they returned to campus this fall? Um, they would not study. No! Nailed it! Incorrect. They said they would not party. Oh, that's smart. That's a high number. That's a higher number than I thought would say that. You know, I would have felt college students, I don't know, you're around 50%. Yeah, oh, come on, man. You going to Rory's party? Rory. I went to school with a Rory. It's mm, a good one. Who's the quarterback? Now, they wouldn't party or they wouldn't go to a party. There you go, Rob. There's a big you know, difference. There's a distinction. You're right about that. It says, it's funny, it says two things. The headline says they wouldn't attend parties. Mm-hmm. But then uh, in the article it says seventy nine percent says they they uh, wouldn't party. Oh, okay. Well, that's good because it's got to be tough for kids that age right now. I can't even imagine. I feel bad for so many people. I feel bad for all the moms. I feel bad for the teachers. I yeah. feel bad for the students, the graduates. I saw a meme that said. Uh, thoughts about school this fall and it was all the same horrified face of like oh no for kids going back to school online classes 
homeschooling. All faces were the same. We're afraid of all of the options. We don't feel good about anything. We feel bad about it all. How are you going to get a kid? How are you going to get a second grade child to wear a mask all day? Yeah, you can't. That's uphill. That's an uphill climb. Yeah. What do you want me to do? I think think I've seen, I've been kind of keeping an eye on the news when it comes to this stuff, not just locally, but what they're doing elsewhere and it looks like they're they're creating these like pods of for these are for the little kids of like 10 students or less mm-hmm. and breaking it up into i don't know like monday wednesday friday mm-hmm. these 10 come in they don't have to wear masks but the teachers look like they have shields hmm. on them you know it's just it looks like it's a whole a whole thing. Well, think of this. We are 10 days from the projected day that Governor Walls will address school in the fall. So 10 days here in Minnesota, we should have an understanding as to what school in the fall will look like. I mean, oh, there are a lot of there are parents breathing into brown paper bags just I at the know. thought of what he might say. And I don't know what they want. I don't know. I don't know what we want. We would like it to go away. That's obviously not one of the options that we have. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, Steve. I don't know. You know, uh, that could result in more people working from home for an even longer period of time. This study, unfortunately, found out that meetings haven't stopped just because you happen to be working home. And in a way, they're even worse. A new survey found that more than two-thirds of people still have more than an hour of meetings every week. Right. And so with that, it actually feels a little bit worse. And here's why. When you have a meeting and you're at the office, you're stuck at the office all day anyway. So it's like, okay, we're going into a different room now. And it's you might see some people that you didn't see. And so you're like, oh, hey, Todd, you're here too? Cool, man. <laughs> However, when you have a meeting from home, it just cuts into your productivity. Yes. So that you have to work longer and miss out on all the other stuff that you like to do at home, not to mention when you're working at home, unless you have an office, if you don't have the luxury of having a set-aside room. That- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You know I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never-frozen meals that are chef-crafted, dietitian approved and get this, all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. It's purely an office. 
then you see all of the stuff of like, oh, just relaxing life. The TV is right there. The kitchen's there. Oh, they're out hanging out with the neighbors. Right. And you're inside yes. working. You know, I also think that we come, we come from a completely different angle when it comes to work. I, I don't think I've had, I've, I haven't had a nine to five job my entire life. Sure. And so we're like, this is fine for me, like, cause I'm getting to come to work, but this, yeah. this doesn't feel any different for people who are used to being very social salespeople. It's yeah. gotta be really difficult not to feel connected. Whereas sure. we're okay with it. Right. Yeah. I know somebody was asking me on the Twin Cities Live side, like, are you itching to get back in the studio? Because I'll return to the studio for uh, the TV show on Monday. And I say, you know, not not really. I mean, I don't have to drive anywhere. It's it's The days are surprisingly busy, you know, especially if there are shoots in between. Right. Um, and there's always, there's always a lot of TV emails that come through. So there's more of like an administrative task right. that's involved over sure. there. So the days do uh, get a touch busy, but... I could I could probably work remotely for quite a long period of time. How how is it with the kids though? Are the, do you feel like there are a lot of disruptions? No, are they always trying to get your attention. They're pretty good about it. I mean, I don't think my wife really enjoys it. She's because then they like have to go upstairs or into the basement or you know they have to be somewhere quiet because I'm in the living room. Oh, because you switch locations because right now you're in your closet. Yes, for radio now you've got to go down there and then that kind of makes them have to shift. Right, because I, I mean, if I had something besides sweatshirts and uh, t-shirts hanging behind me, I could do the TV show here, but it's not as TV friendly. Got um, it. it. Just looks and the like lighting the too. You need more bright, brightness. yeah, some natural yeah. light. So I'm down in the living room, so it's a little bit of a drag. Only the five year old inter interviews. I mean, yeah, or inter interrupts, interferes. Yeah, interferes. Yep. Yesterday, I had to do a thing where we were coming back, and she's like sitting down, upset about a decision that I just made during the commercial break. She just burst in. You know, sometimes you can only wrangle so many cats at a time. My wife's upstairs trying to put the baby down, and I'm doing the the off camera. I'm about to be on Knock TV again. Get, Stay right there. Hey, guys. Welcome back. It's Twin Cities Live. Yeah. Yeah, it's anyway, kind of like when your mom's yelling at you when she's on the she's phone. On the phone. And she's like, yeah. She's always doing the snap. And we're like, yes. oh, my gosh. Uh, coming up next, it's that time. <laughs> Drunk Donna, Stoner Steve, our dumbest moments from the week. Slow down at half speed. Get a laugh at our expense next on Don and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning and welcome back. You're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It is Friday. It is 1130. In case you're not familiar with what we're about to do, Steve is going to explain it to you. We look back at some of the things that we've said throughout the week and we think, boy, that sounded dumb. It would sound even dumber if you slowed it down at half speed. So we hand it over to our production director. Donna and I never know what's coming. We don't know what's going to be in this segment. Uh, But we certainly sound like we are under the influence. It's called Drunk Donna and Stoner Steve, and it's coming to you right now. Yes, another edition of Drunk Donna and Stoner Steve. And for the second consecutive week, it's pretty much Stoner Donna and Stoner Steve. Because according to some professional-looking websites I looked up two minutes ago, marijuana use can impact a person's ability to perform many daily functions, including loss in cognitive abilities and seeming confused. And according to a couple clips I found on the Donna and Steve show this week, those websites were freaking right. 
Just to be clear, <laughs> I kind of don't want to ask it. I'm going to ask it. <laughs> so an egg? Oh, uh, oh dang it. Turn these microphones, right? Once a stupid thought begins, you kind of need to complete it. Uh-huh. <laughs> An egg that I eat in the morning with a yolk. It is a different egg than a an egg with a chick inside. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> but where does the when did they ask when does Elizabeth? That Why don't you talk to Elizabeth? I just the, the point with her where she starts talking about the chickens, and then I just start playing this song in my head. <laughs> I really think there needs to be a rooster involved with a chick okay. inside the egg. Yeah, because then they put their stuff into the her stuff. Oh, jeez. Right, and so then, the egg and the sperm germinates or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're kids. Yeah, someone who has helped fertilize an egg four times now, and someone who's released an egg once a month since her early teens, took the chicken and egg question to its dumbest possible level. <laughs> Thanks, drugs. Oh, hey, time for confessions. Drunk Donna? I didn't realize that the name Josephine is a form of Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it is? <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> what do you mean? What, you mean? what do you mean? <laughs> well, you know, there's like a male version of names and there's a female, female version like Daniel, Danielle. Joseph Josephine. Have you ever noticed? I've never noticed what you're saying right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Is name? Stephanie that of Stephen? Yeah. Were Roberta you? Robert. Oh. Okay, so I shouldn't be embarrassed. 
I don't think so. You're a, you're a trailblazer. I don't know about this. Yes, blaze on, trailblazer. Or is it blaze up? Yeah. You'll have to ask Drunk Donna and Stoner Steve. Hubbard Broadcasting and My Talk 1071 remind you to say no to drugs. Oh, man. My favorite part of that, Steve, is it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's so obvious. It's like oh. the most obvious thing ever. Oh, well, <laughs> to some of us. It is so funny. Oh, Very funny. God. I love Very the drunk. Beatles music for the first part of this Oh, so segment. good. <laughs> oh, man. I'm glad he uh, didn't include the really dumb part where I was like, imagine if we... As women just start releasing eggs with like shells somehow <laughs> just fall on the floor. Oh, that oh, is gosh. fantastic. Oh. oh, yeah, cause then we went on to talk about like if then a woman would be kind of communicating to her man yes. sort of passive aggressively, he's watching the old boob tube, she yes. stands in front of the TV and then <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, Karen. I'm coming. Can't she's a guy been... just watched a game? Oh, <laughs> He's man. at the bar with his buddies later. She's been laying eggs everywhere. Oh, buddy, we're so sorry. Oh, stop doing that. Oh, shoot, dog. That mm. is so fun. What's the name of the slot where their eggs come out of a chicken? Um, it's a vent. It's a vent. You know how I know that? Mm-mm. I learned it. Okay, that's uh, a very weird way to... I learned it from Elizabeth because Elizabeth oh, you gotta say has that. chickens. And she taught me. Well, you paused, so it uh, sounded like I you said, it. "Do you know how? You know how I know that? I learned it." <laughs> uh, uh, is anyone else in this room with me right now? Uh, oh, man, uh, just you know what? I'm doing my best. I want know. me to do my best? I you know, know, tomorrow's going to be 94 degrees. I don't like that. What do you do on a 94 degree day? I asked the two of you. I need to weed. Boy, it's always you and your lawn. You need to hire someone. You need to get a yard person. I, I, I have a landscaper, and I have someone come out and fertilize and do all that and and do the weed stuff. What are you laying your grass. eggs in the yard? It's the it's the flower beds that have all the weeds, and I just I need new oh, mulch, yeah. and it's a whole thing. What color mulch do you go with? We had a big mulch conversation um, recently. It is um I can't remember what it's called. It's some cedar something something. Oh, okay, yeah, I like it's that. It's like so, the thick, not the kind you buy. At, I get it through the landscaper. Okay, so are yours wood chips or still shreds? They're shreds. Okay, yeah, we're getting shreds. We're getting cypress. Which I think is like cedar in color, but I think it goes goes a little darker over time, as opposed to a lot of people like red mulch. I've I done do red like mulch the red. before. That's pretty. Um, I've also done dark brown mulch before, but for the first time, we're going uh, cypress mulch. Cypress, queen. Ah. Oh man, I can't. I can't even. By the way, our neighbors just got grass. Oh really? Yeah, it's pretty exciting to watch. So are you guys like getting a group rate going with the same? No, it just comes with the house just because we live in new construction. And so they will give you your grass eventually, but you're on, you know, freshly plowed land. And so they have to, they have to dig, they have to grade. Then you have to get, if you're getting irrigation, you got to get irrigation in. Then they got to, 
great again. It's a whole thing. So they're slowly going through, you know, one house at a time, sometimes two houses at a time. They get their grass. And it's crazy, too, because it goes from, if you've ever seen sod get put in on total new construction. I bet it's cool. It goes from dirt, and then about three hours later, green grass everywhere. It's really something. Now, we still aren't going to get ours for a few weeks because we're going to get landscaping done in a couple weeks. And then shortly after that, we should get it. And then you got to wait three weeks until you can really walk on it. So I don't think we'll actually step foot on the grass as in like just generally enjoying it, running around, playing football, whatever. Then you have to water it like right away. Yes. A lot. We have irrigation that's in, so we'll be able to water the bejesus out of it. So because you need it to take root, it's got to survive the pool test. New sod does so that you can pull on it after a couple weeks, lift it, and it pulls back as though it, the roots have taken. That's oh, nice. Need. Okay. And now what's the uh, situation with the dog? Next summer. Okay. Next summer, um, a I, I think still at the top of our list, is a Heaton, soft-coated Heaton Terrier. So jealous. That is my dream dog. And uh, we hear that they're very loyal, very well-tempered, very good with kids. The only problem that I found about them, and they don't shed and all that stuff, the only problem that I have found is that a soft-coated Wheaton Terrier is a jumper. And so so they get excited. They call it like the, the Wheaton Welcome, where when you come in, anybody comes in, they want to jump up and put their paws on you just to be friendly, not to be aggressive, just to be friendly. Mm-hmm. But that's an annoying habit. So I yes. need to talk to Katie K9 and figure out, is there a way, even with a, a, a breed that is very prone to that behavior, can you train that out of them? Or is so. that just one of the things? No, I think that's you either put your knee up or you turn around. When they start doing it, you turn your back to them. I know. Oh, you know what? Katie Kanat has also said on our show before in Twin Cities Live when she comes on, that if there's someone who does that when the door opens, that you keep them on a leash, mm-hmm. but you step on the leash so that they when they go to jump, they just have that, oh, this isn't working. Right. I'm not going anywhere. Maybe that's yeah. The jumping is a, that's that is probably the most annoying thing. I think people yeah. anticipate that too when they see a dog. They're like, oh, it's gonna jump on me mm-hmm. if it starts coming towards you. Luckily, mine does not do that. But he's a licker. Oh, he wants to lick. Like if you have a scab on your knee, he just wants to lick it. <laughs> okay, Donna, could you please? He does. He it just sounds like to... now a guest comes over. And they're like, oh yeah, I fell two weeks ago, and then there's Buddy. <laughs> He does. Like, if you have any kind of, like, sore or... Okay. Cal- <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go. You know, he'll never be able to be... I want to hear that segment slowed down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. He'll never be able to be a therapy dog at the hospital if he's doing that, Donna. Oh, well, he's just trying to help. I know. His well, heart's in the right place, but most lickers, their heart is, is in the right his place. His tongue is in the wrong place. There you That's go. the problem. Hey, Steve, I have something for you when we come back for the final stretch. Um, I know you like Frank Caliendo. Love him. He did something really cool um, to... Uh, thwart off a telemarketer, if you will. Oh, oh you know he does fun. impressions. It'll be really fun. We'll get to that when we come right back on my talk one zero seven one. Hey, good morning, and welcome back. Happy Friday, everybody! Thank you for listening to my talk one zero seven one. Everything entertainment. Shout out to brother Rob. Hey. He's been uh, filling in for us these last couple of days. Rob, thanks for pulling the long days to help us out. We appreciate that. Y'all are fun. 
Oh, as scripted. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> no, hey, uh, really. bef- before we go, we want to let you know we would love to give you some cash. Yes, I'm talking to you. My Talk 1071's listener rewards in July are hopping and bopping. You can listen daily, weekly, monthly to win different amounts of cash. We also have My Talk prize packs up for grabs as well. You can get our app downloaded today. It's so slick. You can also stream online, get registered either spot. Okie dokie. Hey, I came across something, too, that I wanted to do in Tipsy today. This is just kind of interesting before we get to the fun stuff. Um, your blood type could be tied to your risk for COVID-19. I, I have heard this, this before. Tell people what you know. So a study out of Europe found that people with type A blood have a 45% higher chance of infection and a higher chance of severe symptoms. From COVID-19. People with type O blood, meanwhile, are only 65% as likely to be infected compared to other blood types. Is that right? I have I, I am O positive. I am O positive as well. And I was around one, two, three, four, five people who had it. How about that? And I didn't get it. Experts do warn that we're all at risk, though. But do you know your, how about you, Rob? You're going to share your blood type? I'm clueless. I would tell you if I know it, but I don't. Oh, no, Robbie. What if we need a transfusion? Who's the universal donor? Me? O positive? Um, I thought it was A. No. I'm O positive, too. I don't know. It could be O. Is there an O negative or just O positive? I think there's an O negative. I don't Uh, think there is. I think there's just an O. Universal blood donor. Is there such a thing? Um... Because there's A, there's B, there's AB. I don't know. Steve. I should have asked when I donated, but I didn't. Oh, good question. Good, that, yeah, that would have been good to know. O negative. It's the uh, variety of blood that has the lowest risk of causing serious reactions for most people who get it. So because of that, it's sometimes called the universal blood donor type. I think maybe O positive is the one that can take any blood. Oh, that could be. All right. Well, you're digging around for that. Um, I know you like Frank Caliendo. He, I just came across this video of him um, taking a call from a telemarketer, but taking the dialogue from that Liam Neeson movie. Is it called Taken? Yes. I think. I have a very specific set of skills. <laughs> it's very funny. Here, uh, give it a listen. And I also link this up at mytalk1071.com. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for me to take a short survey, I can tell you I don't have time. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long quarantine. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you hang up right now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. That I will is... give you a very bad Yelp review. <laughs> <laughs> that is really, really good. good. He is extremely talented. Had, had you not told me that was Frank Caliendo and just said Liam Neeson did something funny, I would have Fra- believed you. Same. Same. Sheesh. Oh, He's my gosh. Good. So good. Have you watched Princess Bride yet? Still no. Have you seen that last movie, Taken? Yes, I have seen Taken. You've seen Taken, but yeah. not Princess Bride. <laughs> Taken was good. Well, there is a scene in Princess Bride um, that people are talking about now because it asks the question, 
did Princess Bride predict the future? Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Well, you're wearing a mask. Were you burn the acid or something like that? Oh, no, it's just they're terribly comfortable. I think everyone will be wearing them in the future. Oh. oh. How about that? Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, and you know what's funny? So we were watching Fuller House the other day. My daughter has now just discovered the show. So Cute. We're watching Fuller House. We've watched Full House before. Don't worry, the origin story. But we're watching it, and uh, and someone's in a mask at one point. And my wife and I look at it like, oh, look at that. They had Little did they know, and the show came out a few years ago. And then in the very first episode of Fuller House, Lori Laughlin's character, uh, who, of course, is Aunt Becky, and, of course, consider all the college admission scandal she was involved in, she was so enamored by DJ, her niece's new nephew, she just really wanted a new baby, blah, 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 and she was like, you know what? I can take the baby. I'll go back to L.A., I'll raise the baby, and then I'll give him back when it's time to pay for college. And I was like, oh. Wow, a little foreshadowing there. Yeah. So, wait a second. DJ has a baby? In Fuller House, yes. Okay, so... Why is Aunt Becky trying to steal her baby? Because there was a reunion. <laughs> DJ had just lost her husband, and they're having a reunion back at the house where they grew up, and then they're all talking about how to move forward. It's By the end of the episode, DJ realizes, I've gotta, I'm going to stay here. Danny Tanner says, you can just stay in this house. I'm not going to sell it. Uh, he and Aunt Becky are going back down to L.A. where they just got picked up for a national show. Because remember, they were the host of Wake Up, Wake Up San Francisco. Okay, I didn't know. I don't remember that. They were TV hosts? They were TV hosts of a uh, morning chat show called Wake Up San Francisco. Oh. And then she had just had a baby and she was, you know, Aunt Becky really was having baby fever again. But boy, when she said the college line, we were like, ooh, that's- She's regretting that one now. Oh, Donna, what a joy, what a privilege. Thank you. To broadcast alongside you. I'd heard a lot about you before we came together, and here we are. Aunt Becky was married to John Stamos' character, Uncle... Jesse Kitsopoulos. Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse, who, like, the first half of season one was Jesse Cochran, and then they changed his name to Jesse Kitsopoulos. I guess they wanted, like, to explore his Greek lineage, because then they had his family, who was from Greece, come over for a few episodes. It was great. It was great. I wonder what John Stamos's real last name is. It's probably something Papopoulos, right? You think so? Uh, it has to be, right? I don't know. I will tell you this. Watching episode one of Fuller House again, the whole thing on Netflix. Goodness gracious, at one point, they're all around a dinner table. And John Stamos says, I know one thing. Damn, we look good. And <laughs> and it was like they did, man. Everybody in the cast looked really great. What a great hairline he's got too, right? Oh, Donna. His hair is fire. Yeah, he's a good looking guy. For sure. Except for that weird thing that we talked about before. The weird belly button. Yeah. I mean, you know, we all have our things. <laughs> Halle Berry's got a six toe and I've got a bunion. Even Steven. <laughs> <laughs> I just assume that everybody's got something weird. Or as I put it the other day, I just assume that we're all disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's a good bumper sticker, you know? Yeah. I'd honk at that. Oh, boy. Do you have any bumper stickers on your car, Steve? No, I'm fascinated by bumper sticker people, though. I wanted to do a documentary where it was a traveling documentary where I just crossed the country in a car with a camera, found people who had bumper stickers, and then pulled over with them at the next, got them to go to the side of the road, and found the backstory of, where did you get this bumper sticker? Why did you get this bumper sticker? Great idea. Yeah, I'm not going to do it. I love that. 
I'll never do it. You can have the idea. Anything. I always look at those fish ones, you know, and then there are the people who have the fish the, with the legs. Oh, yeah. Because it's yeah. like a counter to the fish. Yep. Yeah. And then you'll see the fish person, and then they're flipping you off in traffic. Totally. You're like, well, You're like, what would Jesus do? Probably not that. Probably not. Anyway, Rob, do you know what's for lunch today? Can you look on the menu behind you? This is our this is our tradition. Are you sure it's updated? It's not there. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's going to be Chef's Choice. Oh. What do we do? Rob! I know. Uh, Rob, thank you so much for all your help this week. Have for a great weekend. Putting up with us. You two, Colleen and Bradley, are coming in next. Make sure you watch Stevens Wednesdays Live with the sound down as you're listening to Lori and Julia. Nailed it. All right. Uh, have a good week, and we'll have see you back weekend. here. Love you long time. Bye. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.